When did you go vegan? Why did you do it? And how easy was it to make the change? I decided to give a short answer about why I eat a vegan diet as nobody likes an evangelical proselytizing vegan. Heaven knows there are enough of them, us, around. When? After a lifetime of knowing that a lot of animal farming is abhorrent but willfully ignoring it as I loved steak, kebabs, chicken wings and cheese, after many years of accepting vegetarians but believing that vegans were weirdos, after being ignorant for most of my life about the climate implications of industrially farmed animals, after all this, I belatedly but suddenly turned vegan in 2018. I did it entirely for environmental reasons, although once you start learning about industrial farming, you can't help but be repulsed by its callousness and grossness. Initially, I only intended to become a vegetarian until I learned about the impact of dairy farming on the environment. I also stopped eating seafood when I discovered that 90% of fish populations are either overfished or fished to capacity. Industrial fishing also accidentally kills tens of thousands of albatrosses each year. And search online for prawn bycatch if you really want to taint your next delicious plate of barbecued prawns. Several platefuls of other species were likely killed and discarded in the process of catching them. This is the problem with reading lots of books. They can put you off your lunch. Why? Whilst there is an important role for animals in the global food chain, for example, grass-fed, scraps-fed, marginal land, fertilising, regenerative silvopasture, rotational small holdings, pasture for life, etc., there's no doubt that our current animal industry is a massive contributor to the climate crisis, barren oceans, deforestation, desertification and loss of biodiversity. Every year there is a day known as Earth Overshoot Day, which marks the date when our use of resources exceeds what Earth can regenerate in that year. Last year, Earth Overshoot Day was on August 22nd. If a friend of yours burned through his annual salary by August and then demanded you bankroll his debt for the rest of the year, you would be horrified. It is literally an unsustainable way to treat our planet. If you look at the big picture, going vegan is not a complicated decision. Humans have turned an area the size of North America, South America and Australia combined into farmland. 80% of that area is used for beef and dairy production, much of it to grow food for the cattle. Americans each eat over 110 kilograms of meat a year and Europeans consume nearly 80 kilograms compared to a handful of kilograms per Indian. The world, quite literally, is not big enough for everyone to behave as we do. I decided to do my tiny bit to help in the simplest way I could, right now, opting out of that industry and its impact. The planet is screwed and immediate, massive, universal change is needed. With that backdrop, the least I can do is swap tonight's spag bowl for a delicious vegan chilli, which even my very suspicious dad ate without grumbling about the lack of meat. 
The recipe, by the way, was Anna Jones's proper chilli, if you're curious to Google it. We all say that we would do anything for our children, but we say it whilst cheerfully chomping a cheeseburger. How easy. Once I committed to it, I found it far easier than I imagined to adapt my diet. Buying a new recipe book was helpful in relearning how to cook and crucial in continuing to love mealtimes. If a new habit remains a chore, it will sooner or later fail. I have successfully recommended the green roasting tin recipe book to carnivores and plant munchers alike. Meat eaters are often curiously obsessed with how vegans can get enough protein, even those who pay scant attention to their own percentage intakes of protein, fat and carbohydrate. Indeed, it's been said that vegans need never worry about their protein consumption because everyone else will worry about it on your behalf. I prioritise proteins when planning my meals, but only in the same way that I used to think, oh, I'll cook that chicken and find some veg to go with it. It's not hard, and I've noticed no impact in my new diet on my energy levels, double body weight deadlifts, or 15-mile runs. I'm fit. I'm healthy. I find that I miss eggs more than meat, and I allow myself to eat them when they come from someone else's happy garden chickens fed on kitchen scraps. I have no problem either with someone going fishing or hunting to catch their meal, if done sustainably and compassionately. I also eat meat or whatever I am served in other people's homes. Hospitality and generosity eclipse my opinions on the way I choose to eat. Nobody likes a fussy guest. This is, of course, a long, complicated and emotional subject. I've offered a brief, simplified answer from a neophyte. But whether you agree or disagree with me, I'd urge you to read these books and consciously decide whether it is better for the planet for you to eat meat or not. Eating Animals and also We Are the Weather by Jonathan Safran Foer, The Uninhabitable Earth by David Wallace Wells, The Omnivore's Dilemma by Michael Pollan and Regenesis by George Monbiot. Quick question, how can I eat better? Michael Pollan says it best. Eat food, mostly plants, not too much. Quick question, what is the one cereal bar you take on your adventures? I don't really eat cereal bars. My favourite snack from micro-adventure is always a banana, made even better now that I have a plastic yellow banana guard. You'll find banana armour filed in my life under mocked before converted, along with running tights, sat-nav, mobile phones, deadlifts and almond butter.